Hello, and welcome to the Golden Hour Podcast with your amazing host, Anna Gold. We hope you enjoy the conversation and learn something new. We have an amazing show planned for you today, and who knows, we might play a game or two. Ladies and gentlemen, without further delay, here she is, the amazing Anna Gold. Welcome to the Golden Hour. This is the last episode before the end of the season. So I'm excited to tell you that I have a guest with me here. His name is Jesse Trujillo, and he has done a multitude of things in the entertainment industry. Wow. Just uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good evening, everyone. So I, I, I'm curious, Jesse how you got started. You've done so many things on your resume. I see here you've worked on Annie, Cats, uh, let's see, The Full Monty, a lot of really great theater shows. And and you've done film work yeah. also uh, as a grip. Uh, tell us, how did you get started? Yeah, um, so all that entails different locations. Um, some of it was in Long Beach, California. But uh, before Long Beach, it Basically began out in Key West, Florida, and uh, I worked for three different playhouses out there. Nice. Um, what did you do? Wow. Um, basically everything that would entail for a live stage play. Oh, cool. Um, spotlight operations, uh, nice. sound, um, construction, uh, fly-in, fly-outs on the grid, and well. Now, Making time props. out. So, yeah, everything. Oh. Time in. <laughs> time out. What does flying in and flying out mean for those who haven't heard that term before in theater? So, like, backdrops, scenic uh, scenes or backdrops, whether it be, like, um, an actual wooden platform that would be constructed and painted, or it could be a scrim. Or just the curtains. And what's a scrim? The scrim is, well, they're all different. Uh, It's like basically a curtain, but it could be see-through. It could have designs. uh, Sometimes it could be just like peanuts that are coming down like like, uh, (laughs) like it's snowing. So there's a very great, great variance between scrims and and just just basically they're overall called back. Backdrops. Backdrops. Okay, so anything that can be used as a backdrop. Right. It would entail the whole entire space of like the the stage itself. So, oh, um, I see. the big one that I worked for was uh, Tennessee Williams at the college in oh. Florida Keys Community College. Cool. And that one there, we had about twenty different uh, spacings. What they call the grid. The grid is basically you are on top of overhead the whole stage, um, looking down and and on the side uh, I believe it would be stage left. Um, there would be a, a bunch of cables mm-hmm. that get counterweighted and uh, and it would fly in and fly out the, the scenes or oh. the scrims. Or curtains and oh. whatnot. So okay, yeah, it was Fancy. that. That took some good muscle work because oh, I bet. Yeah, that sounds heavy. Right to, to lift all that. Yeah, not only is it just yeah pulling down on the lines and getting them up and down, but but to prepare them, um, you have to learn the counterbalance of 
what each what each uh, backdrop weighs. Oh. So you have to counterbalance it so that you actually have some assistance in in just by counterweighting of it and a couple pulleys that are on the top of the grid oh. that allow you to be like another couple people helping you pulling you pulling it up or out. Oh, that's what in. the police do. Right. And uh. it becomes a little easier, but um, yeah, that, that's some good stuff. I, I really enjoyed that. Oh, that's great, Jesse. Um, how long did it take you to learn all the different weights and, and what would work and how much weight you needed on the other end? Um, to balance it out. Uh, it's all just by per, <laughs> it, it depends per show. Uh, it, it always varies because the next show, <laughs> the next show, um, they might've just, I might've just been called, recalled back in from a, a performer mm-hmm. uh, want, requesting my spotlight operation. So, oh. so it just varied, uh, but That's- it's as, as it is um, per show. There's, it's always something new. Oh, so the it skill. varies. Yeah. Show. yeah. Yeah. The skill is there, but there's no telling what can entail. That's neat how it's different. It keeps you interested. It keeps it interesting. Always. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Yes, it did. <laughs> Just like every film set is different. Every. Yeah. Speaking of which, have you ever worked on films? Uh, films themselves? Uh, yeah. I've, I've worked as, um, well, a lot of it's uh, entertainment. So, uh, films. Oh yeah, film. Uh, Wheels. I worked on a set of Wheels as a picture car um, person. Oh, nice. So, so you donated, not donated, but you uh, lent them your car. Um, kind of, right? Well, I was finding vehicles that entail that needed to be sh- seen oh. for the show. Okay. So yeah. So you were the car finder guy. <laughs> car finder guy. Yes, exactly. Yes. AKA picture cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a couple. There was there was a few of them. Nice. But, uh, what was well, Wheels about? Did you ever see it? Uh, yes, I did go to the screening for it. Nice. What was it like? What was the topic of it? Uh, the topic was. <laughs> A couple guys. They one's one's in a wheelchair. One's one's a heroin addict. But the wheelchair guy helps the heroin addict try to. They try helping out one another to progress in life. Oh, Um, that's nice. And it, yeah, Um, yeah, it was pretty wild because the uh, the guy in the wheelchair actually somehow saves the heroin addict <laughs> off a pier that he jumped off of. What? And he jumps in after him to save him, and somehow he brings him back to shore off a beach. Anything and is possible it, with yeah. Jesus, I think. Yeah, and so yeah. it was about trying to help one another to progress in life, but just with the little bit that they had. And, That's you know, cool. That's it was a nice... A, they're depressed, I guess, and just how to overcome obstacles in life to proceed as our life has our paths. Like the duck. Remember yesterday? Well, yesterday, Jesse and I were at the Rock River, and it was really stormy and windy, and the waves were really wild and crazy. And there was this duck, like this little tiny guy swimming up and down. He had somewhere to go, and he's like swimming through the current up above and like you could 
you know, you could tell he was really struggling. And then when he struggled yeah. too hard, he would go beneath the water and come yeah. out several feet or yards later. And yeah. we were like, be like the duck. <laughs> yeah. Be like the duck. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> when, well, yeah, when obstacles are coming at you and these waters uh-huh. were actually really rough and the duck's yeah. just, he's floating atop, trying to get forward and uh-huh. he's slowly doing it, but he's like, somehow he got the momentum and energy and he just ducked underwater and just went <laughs> forward and yeah before you knew it he's like he's going in the middle of the water and but it was i was quite he's impressed after something. he was very determined and it's just another observation and a thing in life that shows us just keep trying That's don't right. give up keep when- trying keep keep going yes when you have somewhere to go get there and you will no matter if you have to go above or beneath the water, <laughs> like right. the duck. He kept trying different ways, and we saw him get there. So. Yeah, yo, he did. <laughs> well, it was great to see. It was actually really inspiring. And yes. um, it reminded me of that White Stripes song, Be Like the Squirrel. You Be know, like the squirrel? Little acorns. Oh, That's what it's oh, called. Oh, okay. Be right. like the squirrel, girl. Be like the squirrel. Oh, yeah, oh, 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 oh. Uh, Anyway, I'll just have my nut. It's okay. Okay. (laughs) But you could be like the squirrel. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was like the song was about the squirrel uh, gathering nuts and getting ready for winter. And this girl who's watching the squirrel, she was like really depressed and her life had basically fallen apart. Okay. And so Uh she's like, wait a minute. If that squirrel can gather up all of this for himself in the middle of a coming winter, I can get my life back together. And then the song starts going like, be like the squirrel girl, give it a whirl. Oh, 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 oh. his tail too. Yeah. Well, anyway, about that, let's get back to your film career, mister. Hmm. So you've worked in theater and then you've also been a grip and um, found cars for a movie called wheels. Yeah. And, yes. Uh-huh. And tell us what else you've done. I know there's a lot on your resume, but I'm going to let you speak for yourself. <laughs> mm, so back in the 1990, I guess it was two 93. I uh, started working for the transportation company of uh, an equipment rental company. Uh-huh. And um, that ended up getting me into working or Upon the the studio sets of 20th Century Fox, nice. uh, Universal, Warner Brothers Studios, um, Sony Studios, and and anywhere oh. else be- that any uh, movies would be taking place. So, oh, that's nice. And um, that must have been great because for you then you were right out of high school, right? Like in ninety two, ninety three. Yes, yes. So what was it like being like? a kid in awe of the movie sets, like when you first came onto one. Yeah, it inspired me. It intrigued me more to try to get more, like on the set more, instead yeah. of just drive in, stay on the set for an hour, and then possibly leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you do to get onto yeah. the sets more? Well, I mean, I was on there quite a bit. Yeah. Just as, just being a driver, um, that's I really didn't do much more than just eat at the craft services and maybe <laughs> hang out for a little bit. Good old um, American Teamsters. Yeah, but <laughs> that's I, where it's at. 
<laughs> I, I, I get to see a lot of people. So yeah, it was, it was okay. It was good. That's cool. Oh, wait a minute. Did you say that you saw a lot of people? Yes, yes. Like, uh, who did you see? Any celebrities? Uh, such as uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, nice. Pamela Anderson. Oh, la la. And her stunt double. Yeah. Oh, how could could you tell the difference? Did they look exactly alike, or how could you tell? You could tell the body. The body was pretty similar, but the the facial was you can definitely t- different. Definitely <laughs> I wonder if the stunt double for Pamela Anderson got mistaken for her just from behind. Like if she was walking in Los Angeles or something, I wonder if people were like, Hey, Pamela, Pamela Anderson Lee. Yeah. And- <laughs> I think it's possible. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's there. It was very close. Oh, so, yes. That's cool. So did you see anybody else on the sets? Uh, Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. What was it you said? You said the other day, milk and cookies or something? Milk and cookies. Yeah, I was just trying to get his name correct. We were trying to say milk and cookie guy. Macaulay Culkin, 10 times fast. And you want to try it? Want to try it? Yeah. Yeah, We just try it. Do you want to say Macaulay Culkin or do you want to say milk and cookies? Because I can do one and you could do the other. Um, I'll try Colkin. Okay. Let's see. So I'll say milk and cookies 10 times. Sure. Okay. On your mark. Yes. Get set. Go. Milk and cookies, 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 milk and cookies. Wow. Mine almost changed at the end to Macaulay Culkin. Mine changed like on the third one. I heard it. I was like, gotta keep counting. I have to actually keep track of this. Good job. High five. Right. Low five. Side yeah, five. Side. <laughs> right. Oh, so Jesse, this has been great. Um, so Jesse has been, just to recap for all our friends and listening fans, um, we love you all very much, by the way. Thank you for listening to all 13 episodes this season. So Jesse Trujillo has been an onset delivery driver of heavy equipment a spotlight operator, as well as a carpenter on various different theatrical productions, Broadway sized mm-hmm. theatrical productions, yes. um, a grip on film, film work. And you have lent yourself to picture cars, like finding cars for productions among many other things. You guys, this man has like five different degrees. <laughs> He's got like business degree, <laughs> natural science and mathematics degrees, how many more do you want me to read? How did you get that uh, Yeah, it gets a little bit confusing. He's a smart uh, one. Three and one came from a college because I, I started working for the college. And at the college, I ended up working for the all the events and the oh. event services. Uh-huh. I was uh, event services number two mm-hmm. with the company. That's and cool. uh, I was dealing with like five events a day upon campus. Whoa. And um, you were also studying at the same time and studying. So, wow. so little things, some things got confused, but I was making some okay money. So, That's good. I, you know, I just oh, wrote nice. it out and kept going and kept going. Were, and, were you reading the cliff notes the whole time? You know, like the abridged <laughs> version of all your, <laughs> well, <laughs> right. <laughs> You're like, uh, I got to study. All I can say, uh, admit to is calculus kicked my butt. But oh, it was okay. But calculus kicked I got a lot three of times and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got through it. You got all those degrees. And I mean, <laughs> hey, that's fine. So you 
have done a lot in theater. You've done a lot in film. Uh, what do you want to do next? What are your thoughts on the industry? Uh, Besides helping me with auditions, which Jesse does help me a lot. Thank you for filming yeah, me and know, reading. <laughs> you know, while I was uh, attending college in, in Florida Keys um, as a scuba diver, my my whole outlook was to uh, film underwater, and oh. that's that's where I still want to take it to. That's um, cool. Maybe you can help conservation me. And, and and restoring the the ocean and 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 all the life in there. I also uh, volunteered with Heal the Bay. Oh, and what is Heal and the what Bay? I want to do is what I want to do is bring the wildlife alive. Oh, cool! And, and help it to be restored, and because we we as people in humanity and in the population size, we, we've taken a little bit too much. Yes, with, in many ways from from the wildlife. So, well, I would love to give it back somehow, and and showing it through video and photos. And whatnot. That's cool. So, if you're hearing that, Jesse wants to film a documentary to help the wildlife in Florida, or Anywhere. No, it's anywhere and everywhere. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, well, my brother might be able to help with that because he wants to film underwater videos for various reasons. I don't know. Okay. Maybe you guys could connect. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. South Florida Keys. Hey, hey, what's up? <laughs> what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so now we've got something rad for you. We... Jesse is going to play Matrix Trivia. So let's get started. One minute, please. Guys, I am going to switch the screen to look up these difficult yet interesting questions. And Jesse is going to provide me with answers. Who wants to play Matrix Trivia? I do. I do. Uh, I have to take a pill. Do you? Which yes. pill is it? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I do like black licorice. You have anything black? Black mm, pill? I think I do. It's called chocolate. <laughs> it's called chocolate. And <laughs> <laughs> we got some chocolate frosting in there. Yeah. Want a spoon? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh yeah, spoonful. Hey, I'll take the spoon. Okay, hold on. Because does didn't the spoon uh, bend? Oh, it did bend. Right? Nice. Bend. Whatever nice. happened to the fork and the knife? Nice relation. Um, the fork and the knife. Um. Oh, in the Matrix, do you mean? Or in general. Why did they not include a fork and a knife? Was the knife too straight and the fork just said fork off or what? <laughs> well, maybe. That's a good way to say it. Yeah, do you really want know. a spoonful of chocolate frosting like for reals, for reals? Ah, uh, that sounds delicious. Great. <laughs> yes. Okay. Keep the fans entertained while I get you a spoonful of chocolate frosting. And then we're going to play right. Matrix Trivia. <laughs> Matrix Trivia. So yeah, um, for all you listeners out there. So as far as picture cars go, um, my family and I—well, we, we, my family is part of a, a car club, and their car club uh, entails any kind of car from the 1930s to up to the 1960s. Um, and myself, I do own one that's 55 years old. It's a 1967 uh, fastback, and uh, yeah, we are willing to help history stay alive not only do we go around cruising around the streets of los angeles but as well as um help with charities or um bring you know 
fundraisers for anyone, but in all in all, uh, if you do have a movie that you do want history to be restored and revived, uh, please contact me. Um, so a movie set in the past? Yes, most and likely. Anywhere from the 30s to the 60s? To the 60s. Say? And okay. if the, it's a newer movie that you just want it in the background scenes or as well as being driven as the main car. So, yeah, just please contact at uh, call, recall, we call at gmail.com. Okay. Cool. I actually wrote a script that is set in the 1950s, so I might need to use a car. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever told you about that. But Yeah. It sounds good. Uh, we can start off with some pinup pictures I don't know, with you. You'd be a pinup girl. And... Hey, that would raise money for the film. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah, we can make Who's it happen. Who's the photographer? <laughs> yeah. You want a convertible or do you want a sedan? Oh, I get choices? Yeah, I can there choose? There are choices. Hey. Many. All right. Colors as well. <laughs> All right. Shut up and eat your frosting. <laughs> oh, uh, chocolate. Okay, mm. and now for the Matrix quiz. How many of you out there listening know these answers? Okay. But the spoon didn't bend. Oh, it didn't bend, did it? Well, we'll have to make you it. You shove it in my mouth enough. <laughs> well, I want frosting, so oh, I'm, I'm eating the rest of this. All right. Um. So, which character? Was a previous incarnation of the one. Was it the architect, the keymaker, Seraph, or the Merovingian? Sorry if I'm not pronouncing that I correctly. Think they said it Midian. I'm really wrong. I don't even know the question. What was it? Which the, character was a previous incarnation of the one? The architect? Previous. Uh, the keymaker, Seraph, or the Merovingian? Uh, I believe it was the architect. All right, let's go for it. Oh, no, it was the one that I cannot pronounce. The Merovingian? Mm-hmm. Now we know he was the previous <laughs> incarnation of the one. Uh, really? This frosting uh, really is good. Okay. Thank you, Pillsbury, for sponsoring this podcast. I'm yeah, eating I need your to frosting. Poke your, your stomach, real quick. Hey, go make a noise. No, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't eat enough of this to be qualified as a Pillsbury dough girl <laughs> yet. <laughs> but anyway, so which religion is referenced in the Matrix trilogy? Is it Buddhism? Not. No, why can I not pronounce this? Noxticism? Christianity? Or all of the above? Uh, I would say Buddhism. Let's go for it. Nope. All of the above. All of the above. Oh, yeah. so it's just overall religion. Mm -hmm. I guess so. They're learning a little bit about everything. Wow. I thought I knew the movie, too. That's crazy. <laughs> well, Hey, I have a question to ask you. How does the Nebuchadnezzar initially contact Neo? Is it through the White Rabbit, through his home computer, through an analog phone booth? Those are cool. Or through a cell phone at work? Okay, I don't know who the Nebuchadnezzar... I never even heard that name of a character, but I'm going to stay with the, the phone. Okay. Analog, yeah. Analogic? Analog, analog phone analog. booth. Yeah, it could be like from the newest version of the Matrix. I'm not sure about this question. Never heard his name. No, through the home computer. That's how. Home computer. 
Nebuchadnezzar initially contacts Neo. Right. Yeah. Three. <laughs> I'm awesome at the Matrix. But he's an awesome fan. To... If you met Carrie Ann Moss, you know, from the Matrix, yeah. what would you say to her? You're a fan, right? Um, I like those motorcycle scenes, or you're uh, hot, or... Give me the kiss. Oh, I'm jealous. Okay, whatever. She's a star. I'm sure she gets that a lot. Um, okay, so question number four is, who persistently refers to Neo as Mr. Anderson? Is it the Oracle, Agent Smith, Cypher, or Commander Locke? Who persists? Who refers to Neo as Mr. Anderson? Agent Smith, Cypher, the Oracle or Commander Locke? Mr. Anderson. Great to see you. Oh, is that Okay, what? it's the agent. Oh, it's the agent, Smith? Okay. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, now you've got one right out of four. Let's keep going Good job, with this. Dum dum. <laughs> Great job, dum dum. <laughs> You're not that dumb. <laughs> Oh, how does Trinity resurrect Neo when he dies in the Matrix? She enters the Matrix and defeats Agent Smith. She kisses him. She gives Neo CPR on the Nebuchadnezzar. Or she asks Morpheus for help. How does Trinity resurrect Neo? Give me the kiss. Okay. Let's see if this Resurrect me. Hey, that does work. That's right. Bravo. Oh, yes. Okay. And on to question number love, six. Love Matrix trivia. Keeps you alive and brings you back. Yes, it does. Yeah. Do you want to answer any more questions or do you want to be done for now? Why? What do we do? Talk about your career, recap oh, okay, it. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. So I thought you were gonna say we're gonna bend the spoon. We could, but that's gonna be awfully hard to do because it's got frosting on it. The frosting's gonna go flying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh to play like a catapult game. Like, no, here you catch. You want to no. catch? Stop it! And then I'm sure We're... it will bend, but I don't know if it's going to bend back. But somehow it's going to that fling that frosting's going to end up on your face if you try this. Bad things will happen from the <laughs> Matrix. Um, well, okay. Why don't we just continue with a couple more questions from sure. the Matrix? Because I want to learn i saw that movie years ago and I, I don't know if i can remember most of these so how does neo resurrect trinity when she dies in the matrix reloaded does he reach into her body and massage her heart does he patches does he pa that one. oh yeah. okay yeah because she i believe got hey that's and, correct yeah and he had to I think, yeah. I don't. I thought at first he pulled out the bullet, but then he pulled out. He grabbed her heart. So, yeah. Oh, good job. Yes, and that was correct. Uh, Neo resurrected Trinity by reaching into her body and massaging her heart. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I haven't told you. I guess I had a thing for Trinity, but mm -hmm. that's okay. Mm -hmm. I everybody does. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're supposed to go there. Like the what is it? Buddhist and the Christian and Nog Nog the other one. How do you pronounce that? Gnosticism? No Does anybody know, know the answer to this? It means like don't knock a religion. <laughs> no, no, knocks religion. Knocks religion. Hey, let's look it up. Oh well, um, 
Okay, but first we must answer question number seven. Last question of the Matrix Trivia. Which proverb is written in Latin over the oracle's kitchen door? Wisdom is silence, know thyself, all is vanity, or Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? Uh, let's say, know thyself. Okay, let's try it out. Hey, you got it right. Hey. I think you're about half and half or maybe a little more. I'm happy with that one because yes, I guess that is what the matrix is. Once you know that you call yourself mm -hmm. in life, you're going to meet your true calling. Okay. I'm not sure if I get or that. something like that. What do you mean by call yourself? <clears throat> well, like we manifestate. So like you call your shots. Oh. It's like, hey. I want that water and lime, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you're calling that shot, but then you're also going to call like a dream alive or I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, know. Like, like with with what you think. Yeah, like you're calling, you're going to make your own path, right? Yes. Even if we have to dream it while we're sleeping or we're dreaming it while we're awake. Yeah. So are you saying what you are envisioning is calling your own shots? Like, okay, you're envisioning. Yeah. Yeah, that totally makes sense. You're manifesting what you want to happen by believing it beforehand. Yeah, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. If you're, if you're a real believer, sometimes it took me forever to believe. It I, took me to go to Hawaii and live two years there. And, and then peace. it made me believe. In peace and solitude with know. nature. Am I guessing right? Is that what happened there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like the same with Montana yeah. for me with how it is there. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I haven't been. But... Oh, you will. <laughs> Believe me, it's very nice. Yes. Oh, so we yeah. were looking up because of the question in the matrix. Thanks for saying that you'd love to go. Oh. Um, <laughs> So we were looking up the question in the matrix about the religion. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, but it's this religion that they were asking about in the trivia quiz. It's spelled G-N-O-S-T-I-C-I-S-M. Um, it's the belief yeah. that human beings contain, contain a piece of God within themselves which has fallen from the immaterial world into the bodies of humans. Oh, got it. Okay. So that's interesting. Okay. That's good to know. So, so any, anything else you want to say, Mr. Jesse? Well, I want to repeat. Or look okay. At that. So it's saying like, it's a, a divine spark. So basically that, that light that flashes in your mem your mind that, Creates a real image for your oneself? No, I think that they believe that humans contain a piece of God, uh, which has fallen from the spiritual world into the bodies of humans. So almost like, uh, so almost like maybe I could be. It's almost like, um, <laughs> it's almost like we have a piece of God in us as, as though yeah, the piece we were are, spiritual. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, right. that makes sense. Okay. I get it. And I don't know much more than that, but we just looked it up because of the trivia quiz. So that's good to know. 
Yeah, so Jesse, would you like to tell us anything else? Can you please call me Jesus? No, I will not do that. That's not your name. Um, Do not ask me that. (laughs) Um, So Jesse, would you like to tell us anything else about your career in the entertainment industry? Has it been fun so far, all the things you've done on set? Oh, it's been wonderful because I've, I mean, anywhere from being on the football field um, to being behind stage on the, at the concerts, um, handing over microphones to singers. Oh, cool. uh, I mean, I've, I've been, I've been right up in front with many, many either movie stars or. You've been with me. I've started some, some movies. <laughs> <laughs> singers. <laughs> and then my, a lot of my family, <laughs> they oh. are you know, musicians themselves. Oh, that's cool. That's why I'm like all out for just live concerts and just just making it happen whether it's even tribute bands tribute bands i, I give them all the credit just because no, they a lot of them go are really and, good and oh, have gosh, all the right moves right. and the costuming and the wigs and the hairdos and everything yeah, is on and the point the ones that keep the old the ones that have passed uh-huh. you know to keep them alive and going oh wow it's just amazing that so just with the whole entertainment world um yeah i've i've experienced some great stuff and Still am going to and love yes. it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for all those that I have come across. Oh, right on. Well, bravo to you, Jesse, Mr. Experience, Mr. Can do anything on a set with electric, lighting, uh, carpentry. So hire him, yeah. <laughs> folks. Sure. Uh, anyway, um, it's been great having you guys. Happy 13th episode. This is the end of my season, season one of the Golden Hour. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for making my podcast worthwhile. And I do it for all of you, my fans. Thank you so much. I love you. See you next season. This has been the Golden Hour podcast with your host, Anna Gold. We invite you to come back next time for more laughs, fascinating guests, and most importantly, movie trivia. Think of her next time you watch The Sunset or Chugga V8. Don't forget to find her on Instagram and take a peek at her profile on IMDb. Until next time, stay golden. <laughs>